Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode this is episode 153 for the week of january 31st 2019 i'm your fill-in host chris randazzo and joining me tonight is karen randazzo ahoy and special guest chairs plural dan ryan hey and tiff ryan oh hi you might know Dan from such podcasts as Backdrops and Body Slams, Bags and Boards, and other non-starters. <laughs> or you may know him from the Stone Age Gamer podcast, where he hosts the show right alongside me. I was you may vicious, also know Chris. Yeah, well, you may also know Tiff from that very same podcast uh, and other various writings throughout our site, geekate.com. Uh, these two have brought us a trio of Brooklyn Nine-Nine episodes for us to discuss today. But before we go any further, here's your weekly reminder that you can email us at mail at Just include the words this week's episode in the subject line. You can let us know what you think of our show, what topics you would like us to discuss in the future, or just say hello because we always want to hear from you, the listener. And yes, Dan, I copy-pasted that. I, I was going to ask, that sounded eerily <laughs> familiar. It's, it's almost like we're about to start talking about video games, Chris. Well, unfortunately, you missed the Mega Man episode, Dan. I know. It's not unfortunate <laughs> at all that you missed that. No, that show was we're very, very garbage. lucky. Okay, so... time out for a sec. You said okay. a trio of Brooklyn Nine Nine episodes. Yes. Did my darling husband subvert my wishes and insert another episode? No. No, uh, he said that according to uh, Hulu, Coral Palms was a two-parter. Yes, it is. Uh, according to the actual episode listings, it is was three episodes. Okay. I'm pretty sure Hulu probably has one. Like, I think it probably did a season premiere for like an hour or something like that. It's, it was squished together. But we watched the all the parts of Coral Palms. Okay, is what we watched. And it. Was Ooh, fun. maybe you're going to talk about something we haven't seen. It'll be like a hidden episode. That'll be That's exciting. not even possible. But the even like <laughs> slight glimmer of hope just made me so excited. But it's not actually possible that there no. is any second of the show that I have not seen, multiple times. Well, just a just a one more time catch up everybody on what's cooking. Uh, Evan is still away um, because he's moving, and he he hates all of you, just the listeners. He just actively hates you. So I'm handling hosting duties while he's away, and uh, we were we're have been filling the third chair spot with special guests. And I already introduced tonight's guests, and well, I can't say the word guests well. So let's like just move Benedict on to the Cumberbatch show. Trying to say penguin. Have you seen that on the Graham Norton show? It's the greatest thing ever. He cannot say penguin. I watched that documentary like six months ago. I had not seen the Graham Norton episode. I have no idea about it, but it's on Netflix and I, or maybe it's curiosity stream or something. So I was um, inebriated one evening sitting downstairs by myself on the couch. And I watched that and I rewound it like 17 times. And I was like, (laughs) Am I this drunk or is he saying penguins? It was very upsetting. I remember seeing the clip from the Graham Norton show where he made the faces of various otters that looked like him. He does do that as well. He's a delightful human being. He is. 
He's an excellent Doctor Strange, regardless of his weird American accent. Speaking of delightful doctors, I just learned today that David Tennant is doing a brand new podcast called David Tennant Does a Podcast With, and he will have a new guest every week, and the first one was Olivia Coleman, and it was an almost hour of pure happiness. Well, that sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's my current event. There you go. All right. <laughs> I did my homework. Yay. All right. So uh, let's talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, like we briefly mentioned before, we have all watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine Coral Palms, which is either a two-parter or a three-parter, depending on, uh, I guess, what format you're looking at. Uh, season four, episodes one through three. Uh, and... This is a uh, Karen and I. We briefly started watching this show a while back, and uh, we enjoyed it, but we weren't sucked into it, so we just kind of fell off of it. Um, and this was uh, this was at least f- to my eyes, this was a pretty darn good time. I mean, took a little bit to kind of figure out what the heck I was watching because you know I didn't really have any any background going into it. Like, okay, why are these guys in Florida? And okay, now I piece this all together, but uh. And then I then I was trying to spend the rest of the time watching it, figuring out if you guys suggested these episodes because of the Florida connection and you guys used to live in Florida or because uh, Ken Marino and Joe Latrulio were in it at the same time. And you know how much I love the state. That was part of it. Uh, <laughs> had nothing to do with Florida. We find this episode funnier because we lived in Florida, because all of the Florida jokes that are in episodes are not jokes. It's it's just scathing commentary on the brokenness that is Florida. So that made it particularly funny. I just felt that this episode was a really nice encapsulation of everything that the show has become. Hmm. Yeah, we started on season one. Um, I'm not a like Andy Samberg doesn't really do it for me, but uh, me neither. In me this, neither. I I started to kind of like. All right, this is okay. Uh, I'm I'm doing all right with him. I did find like the first part of it a little uh, jarring, just because uh, it was the first episode was just uh, Andy Samberg and the other guy. Like there was no flash flashes over to the uh, the the actual right. precinct in Brooklyn, right. so I didn't really get any of the other characters. Uh, but you know, by episodes two and three, they all kind of wrapped it together pretty nicely. Um, so I got to say, like, this wasn't necessarily the like the big push over the edge that's going to make me dive in and watch every episode of the show, mostly because, you know, when the hell would I do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it did definitely uh, paint this in a prettier picture for me. Karen, what did you think of this? Um, I, I, I maybe liked it more than you. I don't know. Um, Andy Samberg doesn't do it for me either. Uh, but but I like him, I think, more than you do. Sometimes uh, Chris has a thing where if like, there's one person on a show that he doesn't like, it turns him off to the show entirely. <laughs> See also 30 Rock and um, Tracy Morgan. But uh, I thought this oh, was good. Really? I, yeah. I mean, he did end up watching it uh, and, and liking it, but it took a long time to get him there because of the Tracy Morgan See, thing. and for me, it was Drain, Jane Crack or whatever Krakowski. her name is. Crack or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't like her at all. And every time she was on my screen, I was like, I don't want to watch this show anymore. See, I got over my ambivalence to her back when I watched Allie McBeal. I liked her way more on Allie McBeal. See, me too. But like when she was on this show, I was able to like 
tolerate her more because I had yeah. already gone gotten used to her. So like, I didn't really have a problem with her. Not as much as I did with her in those weird orange juice commercials. Remember when that was a thing? She's yes. like, I got all my lady friends over and we're going to drink some orange juice. It's great. It's, and I'm like, it's What's like somewhere here? along the line. She decided that she was a cartoon character and that was like all she could be for the rest of her life. And <laughs> that's just what she is now. Very strange. <laughs> yeah, it's bonkers. But here's the thing about that. So I hated Andy Samberg. Hated, hated, hated. I also hated Amy Poehler. I also hated Maya Rudolph. I also hated, uh, who am I missing? I was I'll right there with I'll, you on the Amy Poehler thing. One of the reasons I didn't them. get into um, Parks, Parks and, Rec. and Rec. Didn't watch it for years because I could not stand Amy Poehler. Parks and Rec is in one of, is in my top five favorite shows, and I adore Amy Poehler and want to keep her safe from this harsh, cruel world. Um, Maya Rudolph could not stand Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph has been in The Good Place now, and she's in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I love her and adore her and want to keep her safe from this harsh world. We literally um, got done watching The Good Place right before coming downstairs to record tonight. Michael Shore is a goddamn genius. He he manages to take these people and say, like, I see where you're going with this, but you need to be steered. And he steers them in such a way that just makes them so delightful. Well, the thing that I think that made me laugh the most was how funny Andre Brower is, because I know him first from Homicide. Homicide, right. So... Yeah. I mean, He's, and I know he is funny, but I don't watch this show, so I'm not used to it. So it was really, all of his comedy was really cracking me up. And they, they play it that way through most of the show, that that he is the, like, super straight man. Um, they've done the super straight man makes a joke thing a little too often, so he is kind of coming around to being a more comedic character. But he is so good at Captain Holt. It is just ridiculous. The super straight man is also super gay. Mm -hmm. Super gay, yeah. <laughs> well, and that Which... that's one of the things that makes this episode in particular so funny is like if you have watched this show and you know how gay Captain Holt is, um, as, as he is walking around like with his walking group in the morning and like just talking about, <laughs> you know how about like, everyone's breasts, her heavy breasts, and how heavy they are. <laughs> Heavy, heavy breasts. You, it's just you know me and heavy breasts. <laughs> I've gotten a woman pregnant. I just can't pass up a heavy breast. <laughs> what? <laughs> so funny. And oh. the uh, hello, Larry. I need to discuss an issue with our shared fence. If you will excuse me, I have to discuss talk to Larry about an issue with our shared fence. It's just it just cracks me up. Perfectly normal conversation for two neighbors to have. <laughs> It's I was uh no go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say like I cuz I'm I'm right there along with you guys. Like Tiff kind of mainlined this show and like it would be on when I came home from work and I would kind of chuckle at it and then, you know, after a while it was like, "Oh wait, this is actually like really poignant and funny and insightful and and all of those things that a great television show should be, but it also has fucking Andy Samberg in it. And I don't like that guy, but I like him in this and I like What's what's interesting to me about this show, and especially with where they're going with it now with this recent season and Chelsea Peretti leaving, is that I really honestly feel like this is a show that you can't really replace anybody with. You know, like one of the cops can't... Hitchcock and Scully can't retire and you get two new doofy cops. Like, this is such an, an ensemble piece and it works so well because all of them are so good together. Kind of the way that all of Michael Shore's shows 
are. I don't know. Was that was that too serious? I'm sorry. No, no, no. See, I didn't get much of the uh, the the those two guys you're talking about. The what? Hitchcock and Scully. See, I think Hitchcock, Hitchcock and yeah, Scully I'd... could leave. You just couldn't like recast them. But I wouldn't yeah. care if they left. I just having you know seen these and whatever we watched eons ago. I didn't even. I didn't really. Those characters didn't make much of an impression on me. I did was. The, the the Florida humor, I think, was probably what got me the most. Like, all the bits with the guns of just, like, do you want the, the bullets by the bucket or the... <laughs> and the Gina, where did oh, you get that gun? country is broken. I'll take the bucket. <laughs> yeah, I found it the lost Florida and found. Humor, there were just boxes of them everywhere. All the satire was really so specific, and that's one thing Mike Sure does so well. And that dude must really hate Florida and, like, he Arizona. Really does. Specific yeah. states he has a grudge against. Well, it's a horrible place. It really is. It's really easy to hate if you've ever spent any time there. I don't. I never understand when people are like, "Oh yeah, my I'm moving to Florida, or my somebody's moving to Florida." I'm like, "Why? Like, oh, Why? Why don't you do that? That is such and a mistake." Gary uh, from Parks and Rec, all of his his stuff as the sheriff or whatever. Just you call the... him Gary. I still call him Jerry. Jerry, I was trying to remember what the other one was. I can't, yeah. don't know why I couldn't remember Jerry for some reason. I or Larry. Gary. Or, or, Terry. or Larry, Larry. Terry. Uh, yeah, I still go with Jerry. <laughs> but all of his, all of his like just absurdly sexist jokes. Like I, I love the bit where they were in there fighting and he's just cheering them on. And how are we going to get him to break it, break up the fight? They start kissing. We just, that was we've just hired our first woman. And all of just she the awful the bathroom and the shirt doesn't fit right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's so well, horrible. And they hit such an awesome line there, Andre Brower, as they're stepping out and and Jerry looks at them and he's like, It's twenty sixteen, man. This is on you. It's on you. <laughs> it's like, oh fucking truth. I do also have to say that um uh I, I love I just love in general that Joe Latrulio has regular popular mm-hmm. work. Like it's just oh, he's wonderful great because on this. he's this a very funny dude. Work. He's he's pretty he's, he was pretty entertaining. Uh, I was sad that there wasn't more, I guess, uh, interaction between him and Ken Marino. But, you know, you, you, you take what you can get when it comes to being a, the state fan. Well, Ken Marino is only in, I want to say, four episodes, maybe. Yeah, four yeah, or five. He has, he's not he there has for very one long. episode where he's kind of the central figure. But no, that's just Holt and Jake are with him all day. I don't think Joe is involved there. Well, Ken Ken Marino was still really nice to see. Uh, it's oh, just he's a nice, hilarious! You really should watch him. the episode. Um, um, I will look up which one it is, and I will tell you at some point. But you should really watch the episode where they deal with him as the captain. It it is so funny. They have him on, like they're setting up like a sting, and Jake and Holt are going in, and CJ's in the car, and he's on like an ear mic, and he's supposed to be like being lookout. And he just starts talking, like, nonstop talking. And Holt and Jake are trying to, like, conduct the drug deal. And he's just like, there's a lady here with a dog. Oh, no, I take it back. It's a lady with two dogs. Is that weird? Do you guys think that's weird? Somebody cough if it's weird. Oh, no, actually, it's just one dog. And it was the dog Shadow. And, like, he just talks. And and eventually they're like, shut <laughs> up! And it is so funny. I almost wet myself. We've been watching um, a lot of Veronica Mars lately. And... Uh... He he plays a pretty different character on Veronica Mars, but uh, it's still just I I I had no idea that Ken Marino was getting so much steady work like all throughout 
yeah, television. Yeah, I feel like he pops up all over the place. He does. He does. He just kind of pops up in all these strange places, and he's typically wonderful when he does. What was the name of that um that sitcom that he was on that we really liked? Oh God, I don't know. Marry Me, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That was really good. That was a great show. I forgot that existed. Got the crap canceled out of it. Oh, damn. I have, I yeah, I have that. no idea what that is. It's pretty fantastic. It's like, it's like, like he is the star. It's him and, I don't know, some comedian woman. And they were, the show was very funny. Uh, all I ran for one season, though, and got the crap canceled out of it, which broke my heart because it was really good. And it was Kenny so, Marino. Yeah. Ken Marino headlining an NBC comedy. Like, Sold. He's just a really that. talented dude. Like, have you seen uh, Role Models? Mm-mm, no. Uh, it's, uh, Paul Rudd and uh, Stifler, and he's in there. He plays. Uh, Call him Stifler. It's Sean Michael Scott. Oh, whatever. I had no idea. Um, I, <laughs> he matters that little to me. What and a I, thing to call to somebody. That's terrible. That's who he is. And don't. I don't think he wants to be defined as that. I think it's too late for what he wants. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> at this point. But anyway, it's a very funny movie, and Kenny Marino plays uh, uh, fucking McLovin's dad, and uh, he's really good. The episode that he features in is um, season four, episode nine. You should definitely watch that. It is hilarious. All right, we'll have to check that out. I think I will be watching more of this because I think the one thing that I felt was missing from this set of episodes was that I didn't get enough of the flavor of what life is generally like in the 99. Like, this was special circumstances. Right. Yeah, I'm right there with, with Karen. That yeah. was kind of a, an, an oddity of... That was one of the things that was strange about watching this is because I have a you know basic idea of what this show is supposed to be, and it was also... But it is, this was also a very special, segmented kind of thing. But it still worked really well. I really enjoyed it. We we debated on whether or not we were going to recommend this episode or there's another episode called Moo Moo. Um, that is, we, we didn't debate. I was not going to recommend. That okay, one. I was I was debating internally with <laughs> it's myself. It's too serious. Um, and, and it's a great episode. <clears throat> it's just really serious. Yeah, like that that episode is much more centered in Brooklyn and Terry. You know, being a a big, large, scary black man. If you don't know that he's a nice guy or a cop. Uh, is a, or if you're just like super racist, or if you're just super racist, um, is harassed and arrested in his own neighborhood while he's out looking for his daughter's um, cow blanket that gets dropped out of the car, and he is harassed Aww. by a white cop. And there's a lot of you know really really funny moments in that episode, but there's also a lot of like it's really heavy and serious when Jake and Amy have to talk to. Terry's kids of you know and they ask him like point blank the question of did daddy get arrested because he's black and they're like <laughs> and it's just like uh... oh like we're go you know but but we're going there you know in this in this really popular you know beloved sitcom we're addressing actual real issues that are affecting people today and that's kind of really awesome to see you know you can you can have most of it be silly and funny and like Jake and Amy do weird things, and Captain Holt is funny, but he's gay, and we kind of accept that. Uh, Detective Diaz is bisexual. There's a really good episode uh, with her parents. Danny Trejo plays her dad, and anytime Danny Trejo's in something, that is so amazing. Um, but like they deal with that issue, you know, they the stuff with Jerry in this one, and the you know we hired the woman, and and it they they just they do so much in this really funny package, but they also really have something to say, and again. How was Andy Samberg doing that? Because I've seen him Wait. before. 
Time out. You cut out. We lost you, buddy. I'll pick up from there. Um, (laughs) I'm the Dan now. (laughs) (laughs) What they also do a lot of stuff. Like I feel like they're doing a lot of good for cops, both in like working on the reputation that police have, and also in kind of lovingly saying, "Hey guys, we're not perfect, and we should like work on some stuff." You know what I mean? And like it's mm-hmm. it's it really is a love story to being like a police officer, but also at the same time, like there there are several storylines that involve. Bad cops, crooked cops, uh, you know, people just not doing their job right. And but it's handled in such a respectful way that that not a lot of people are, are doing right now. It reminds me a little bit of uh, the way Scrubs handled, you know, the medical industry. You know, Scrubs would be funny for a while. And then every, every now and then they would just like smack you with something important and be like, oh, damn. I'm going to take your word for it. I never liked that show. Yeah, I liked that show quite a bit. Went back to it recently. Held up mostly well, but uh, yeah, good times. I feel like that's a show that I really should have loved. Uh, just it just never clicked for me. I don't know. We had a very dear friend that loved that show show more than anything on the planet, and so there was a lot of pressure for us to join in on the thing that he loved, and it was too much. <laughs> Maybe that's uh, what it was. I know that feeling. I can't remember it, why. It's similar with uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We have another oh, dear friend. People that... really want people to watch that show. I, yeah. They really it's just do. Not a good show. just didn't get that it one. It wasn't good. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it at all. All right. So this is a safe space for non-fans of Sunny. Got it. I like yeah, that. I did not And we even like, we watched like the first three episodes and then like jumped later to see if it would get fun. Like we tried so hard. And... <laughs> And every nope. time we watched an episode, our friends would be like, oh, that wasn't a good one. Be like, fucking. Okay, that wasn't the best one, but wait until this one. And it was like, are any of these good? Because it doesn't seem like You can't like say are. that about literally yeah, every again, episode. I don't know if this is going to rub anyone here the wrong way, but that's pretty much exactly how I feel about Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, that show's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Couldn't get into good. that either. Yeah, and we but tried. I thought, I thought the first episode was hilarious. And and but then that but then that was it. Like the first episode was a good little movie, and then it needed to stop there. Yeah, just that show just did not. It's nope. not good. This show on the other yeah, hand. Yeah, sorry, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Really Brooklyn good. Nine-Nine. <laughs> like this, uh, this gets a definite thumbs up for me, and I, I wouldn't mind Yay. seeing more of it. Again, I, I I doubt I'll seek it out just because of my limited time to be able to watch TV. Uh, well, it did just come back, get rescued from cancellation by NBC, and it is mm-hmm. on right before The Good Place. So what we've been doing is we just DVR both of them and watch them at the same time, because if you fast forward through the commercials, it's only like an hour. Yeah, we've just been um, really the only current show we're watching is The Good Place, uh, because we've dedicated our so lives see, for the right last there. like month or so to just, well, we're, we're just on demand it. We don't watch anything uh-huh. live and we don't have DVR. Uh-huh. Uh, so we've just been doing, um, like on demanding a, a good place episode here and there when we have a half hour, but we've been, we've been solidly watching almost nothing but Veronica Mars <laughs> for a while now, <laughs> but we're almost done. Uh, and that show's really good. So, and it's really weird going, uh, like I think one night Between we actually did watch. Yeah. We, 
because Kristen Bell is like freakishly she's aged but not much but not like, really Veronica like, Mars really, was a really. while ago I don't feel like she's aged she just wears more grown up clothes slightly <laughs> <laughs> like she has a more adult haircut and and it's like, not even doesn't... more adult clothes much more than like you know, Veronica Mars is like early 2000s fashion and this is like now fashion yeah. which seems more grown up yeah because what the hell Oh yeah, she also plays a pretty <laughs> different character in in those two shows. Uh, sure, just generally personality wise. But all right, so uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, big fat thumbs up from us. Uh, we're gonna take ourselves a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna go over some things that have been going on in the news. You are listening to this week's episode from Geekade.com. Stick around. And now here's a look at some of the other original content available right now at Geekade.com. With January coming to a close, Chris and I press forward with our tradition of dedicating the last week of every month talking about games released 10, 20, and 30 years ago. We call it the 10, 20, 30, and yes, we are very clever. Having started a new year, we have a fresh batch of time periods to travel back to each month, and last week we determined what treasures there were to be found in January 2009, 1999, 1989. From a rousing game of Tecmo Baseball for the NES, to the blocky horror of Castlevania for Nintendo 64, to the inescapable awesomeness of Afro Samurai for Xbox 360, these three years provided us with plenty to talk about. Be sure to check out the Stone Age Gamer Podcast episode 238. The answer was no by almost everyone. Mega Man Month is coming to a close, and against all odds, I've actually managed to accomplish my task of writing about every mainline Mega Man game every weekday this month. It's been a fun, albeit rather difficult, run of articles to get together, but I've now determined that my th- my three favorite things about every single one of them. Why is Mega Man 5 on Game Boy so great? What makes Mega Man 7 a masterpiece? Why is Mega Man Soccer a thing? Find out the answers to these questions and more in my Mega Man, 3- Mega Man Month 3 Things I Love About series, located in the Think Tank. The word pinup carries a lot of weight behind it. Originating in a time when women's rights were a very different animal and the Me Too movement was decades away, pinup culture has seen some dramatic and positive changes as it's managed to evolve with the times. GeekAid's Angela Fernot just so happens to be a pinup model and she has a lot to say on the subject. Check out this personal journey through the life of a pinup model in Tales of a Modern Day Pinup Model, located in the Think Tank. You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. Okay, we are back, and uh, better than ever, except for Karen, who's dying. Uh, Sorry, guys. R.I.P. me. She will be missed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see, first up, this comes to us from uh, DesertSun.com. Not .org. Uh, Monkey's TV director and Indian Wells resident James Frawley dies in Desert He Loved. Uh, this bummed me out just because I was a huge fan of the Monkeys when I was a me when I was too. a kid. And uh, James Frawley uh, also directed the Muppet movie, uh, and he died oh. Tuesday at his home in Indian Wells, where he had found tranquility outside of the Hollywood spotlight. How old was he? Eighty-two. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad run. I mean, you can't really be upset at eighty two. You can't be like, oh, it was so sudden and I mean, surprising. Y- eighty two, and you lived through Hollywood in the sixties. That's I, what I I'm feel thinking. Like yeah. That's pretty successful. Yeah, yeah you've like, done well. 
regular people not in all of uh you know hollywood living to 82 it's just like yeah you probably had another good 10 years in you but uh boy i used i used a aluminum monkey's lunchbox as a purse in freshman <laughs> year of high school i loved the monkeys i wanted I was so in love with Mike Nesmith and I felt like really um, like an interesting person because he was nobody's favorite, but he was my favorite. He was my was sister's an interesting favorite. Person. Okay. Well, she gets to be an interesting person too then. <laughs> she already is an interesting she person. Is a, <laughs> my sister is who's, a very um, Whose daughter did I work with? Was what? that Peter's daughter? Allie. When I worked in what was What was her last name? Are you talking name? to me? Yes. Her her last name was not Naismith, but I think it was I think no, it was it's was it Torque? Torque, there you go. Peter. No, because she had a. There was a reason that she had a different last name. I don't remember exactly, but like she showed me pictures of her and her dad, and it was one of the monkeys, and I was like, huh, no shit. Which, I mean, which one of the monkeys? The blonde one? I I think so. Okay, well that's the one that no one really cares about. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> That was what she said. I was like, oh, what was that like? And she was like, well, he wasn't the popular one. And I was like, oh, that's... Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that all of us would have remembered if she was Davy Jones or Mickey Dolenz's daughter. And yeah, I would no, have definitely, a heart attack if she was Mike Nesbitt's daughter. So I'm going to say it was Peter. It was, de Yeah, it was definitely not one of them. But it was just kind Peter. of like a, that's cool, I guess. Like, So Peter you just had that favorite. going for you. <laughs> I love Peter. I mean, I loved all of them, but, well, I wasn't really allowed to like Mike because uh, my sister liked Mike, so I wasn't allowed to like him. It my was sister was very time. controlling. <laughs> but, yes, uh, The Monkees was uh, – I freaking love that show so much. Uh, so good on this guy for living, living a life and then finding tranquility in the freaking desert. That's living the dream right there. That's so, so hippie. It's so California. It is, and, uh, and you know what? Good for him. I wish I could find tranquility in a desert. There's no <laughs> deserts near me, though. I live well, in New Jersey. Yeah, I was going to say, like, living in New Jersey, I mean, there's not really too many deserts to be had. Yeah. All I mean, right, you, let's, let us move on to, uh, what is this? Consequenceofsound.net. That's a neat website. All right, uh, <laughs> from this website, we learn the Lost Boys TV series is finally a go at the CW. I have actually never seen The Lost Boys. <gasps> what? What? How is that even possible? Uh, you've met me. Yeah, that's true. There are some things oh. where it's like, man, you know, like, Chris has just never seen Star Wars. That seems weird for him. <laughs> what, what is this, Star Worlds? Oh, Lost Boys <laughs> is so much worse than that. Yeah, Lost Boys is so bad. You're not allowed to be a part of our generation if you have not lived through the oily saxophonist. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'm glad I'm not a this part of it. This is what I'm saying. You have to have been a part of it. It's what makes us who we are. It's some kind of vampire thing, right? Lord <laughs> oh, <no>, have mercy. <laughs> Karen. Karen, I'm putting this solidly on guys, you, bro. What is going guys, on in that house? you cannot... I mean... Oh God, I'm in so uh, much trouble. I feel I've like never I need seen to call your either. mother, Chris. See, they just glossed over I that. Know. <laughs> did you just say? Did you just say you've never seen it either? I'm sorry. Oh, it's one of those cultural. I don't know that I can be associated with this organization anymore. I've seen. You know, I feel like I've seen I, enough hours of possible? Sicil and Ollie to make up for it. 
No, Karen, that's Karen, not. Karen, let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. Were you at ever at any point in your life a teenager in the nineties? Um. Yeah. Dude, I was busy watching Doctor Who. I don't know. <laughs> not yes, not the good classic enough. one. Not good enough. I, I mean, I'm not. Oh, I, it's it's not an excuse it's just what i was doing instead <laughs> it's not an excuse it's just a reason and not a very good one at that karen Have mercy. see here's the thing like i watched a ton of movies with my friends but nobody ever made nobody that i know has until this moment has ever made such a big deal about having not seen it like what are we gonna watch tonight is there the, the lost boys come up and you know no, nobody brought it up. It wasn't a thing. It's a, I feel like wasn't it a bigger uh, thing for girls because there were so many cute boys in it? Oh my god, so many cute boys! Uh, that's why for I watched all it. Ages. God so damn it! It had the Corys and Kiefer Sutherland looking like a whole fucking snack. A <laughs> whole snack. And Bill S. Preston Esquire. Right. I well, mean, come on. Sure, but he, he was really also cool in the movie. That's literally on. the only thing I know about this movie. This is the other movie Alex Winter was in, and like, oh, all right, well, it's and Jason Patrick at like his most amazing, which is kind of sad for him, I guess. But he was. So <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> all right. See, so but like, what, here's what the hell hold is this on, movie Chris. about, and why should I care? Wait, hold okay. on, hold no, on, no, no, hold no, no, on. No, no, Before no, no, we do no. that. No, I have to, because here's the thing, Chris. You are like, oh, none of my friends were ever like, we should watch this movie. But there's still like a ton of shit you haven't seen. So like, what were you actually watching? Because if I'm like, oh, Clockwork Orange, you're like, nope. I, I watched a Clockwork Orange with okay. my friends. That okay. was one of those nights. Okay. Like, we should watch oh, okay. Clockwork Orange. I don't know. Right, I've never no, seen I'm it. About, Let's watch it. I'm and we did. To, uh, we're watching sh- like The Crow and all sorts of other stuff. And Mystery Science Theater, like Karen said. Nine times out of ten, we'd go walking around Blockbuster. My friends would be picking out a bunch of movies. And I'd be like, ooh, they got another episode of Mystery Science Theater. I'm grabbing that. Because I'm a dork. Hmm. <laughs> National Treasure Diane Weist is a newly divorced mom of two rambunctious teenage boys. One being Jason Patrick, the other being Corey Haim. And an, also his Corey Finest. Um, as she's newly divorced, she can't afford to live on her own, so she moves to Santa Clarita to live with her father. Unbeknownst to the family, Santa Clarita, a.k.a. the murder capital of the world, is home to a den of vampires. And they're all, like, teenage boys, and they're all, like, Kiefer Sutherland, looking super cute, and, you know, vampire shit ensues. I'm not going to spoil it for you, which I didn't think that, like, that was even possible at this point, as this movie's a million years old. But it's awesome, and Corey Feldman and the other kid play vampire hunters, <laughs> but they're also teenagers, but they've never actually met a vampire, so they don't have any idea what they're doing. Um, Ed Herman, Ed Herman, is that his? That's not his name. That's not who I'm thinking of. Um, the grandpa from the Gilmore Girls? Gilmore Girls, yes, Ed Herman. Okay. Um, he, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who he is because that would spoil things, but he tries to make the moves on Diane Weist, and that's pretty awesome. Baby Jamie Gertz is in it, looking smoking hot with her little Stevie Nicks outfits. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's the most 90s thing in the world, and you have to watch it. Duly noted. D- yeah. All right. <laughs> I am, I am. And, and there's an oily saxophone player. <laughs> Dude, the amount of stuff I didn't see when I was younger is ridiculous. Like, 
There are holes. I mean, you have way more holes than I do. (laughs) I feel like this should be like in the new summer series or whatever of like, Chris Randazzo, plug in my holes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, now I'm trying to, I'm having a a hard time thinking about it. You know, I've never seen a lethal weapon movie. I've never Uh, seen any. That's a problem. There you go. Plug those holes. Didn't you have to, hadn't seen Ghostbusters until we got together? (gasps) No, I I hadn't seen Ghostbusters until, um, actually when, when Dan and I were working together, when we were working at Toys R Us, that's when I saw Ghostbusters for the first time. Oh, this explains so much. It was something else then. It was something important like that, that I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. There was a couple of, there was definitely a couple of things like that, that Karen, uh, got me into. You've you've seen Back to the Future though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was about to hang up. But that was also something I didn't see when I was a kid. I saw it when I was... Um, oh, my God. I saw You're just it. digging yourself a deeper hole, dear. What is it's your all about life, the holes. Dude. Oh, please. What the hell do I care about digging myself a hole? <laughs> I have no I'm shame. I'm telling you, this, this is going to be the thing. You're going to take off. You're going to have the number one podcast on iTunes. Chris Randazzo, lugging my holes. <laughs> and you watch a movie or you watch a show and you do a little thing. It'll be great. With all my copious amounts of spare time. Well, sure, you know, sure. it would. It's a great idea if we were a paid website. Yeah, <laughs> let me get right on top of that with all that time I don't have. Uh, yeah. I anyway, I'm, I'm so they're going to make a TV on, show. On yeah, so they're going to make a TV show out of the Lost Boys. Should honestly, I it's going to be terrible. I could not give a shit less about that. That sounds like a <laughs> horrible idea. The movie is so bad, but like worth it to hate watch. But like. Is not mad. You shut your whore mouth. I mean, fair, but go back to your home on Whore Island. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no reason to make a TV show out of that. Didn't, like, in um, the, do see, they say uh, that they're going to like retell the story, or is it a continuation? Babe, it's the CW. It's going to be everything the CW is. I don't know what that means. Yeah. To yes, be fair, I don't know do. what that means anymore either, because they've got now they've got this real like crazy dichotomy of like we've got some actual really good quality shows and then we also have cw shows and then there's the weirdo cw superhero shows yeah but we all still know what that means (laughs) i don't know um i feel like i remembered seeing somewhere that the idea was to get the original cast in for this but uh isn't one of them dead no 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 no. that's for um starship troopers that's right. That's I'm confusing this with Starship Troopers. Good point. Yeah, no, I got I got nothing. They could see where you would make that mistake. See, now I have seen Starship Troopers. I saw it in the theater and I hated it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, it's it's not a great movie, but a yeah, good I'm, segue, I'm Chris. Sure, Thank you. I'm pretty sure that there's no um, th- there's nothing to be gained by having Denise Richards, Casper Van Dien, and Jake Busey plus 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, NPH was in better that. With age. NPH was in that movie. He was the one who said, "You're some kind of fat smart bug, aren't you?" Yeah, he's not the one that's coming back. <laughs> yeah, he has better things to do, like anything, <laughs> like be adorable Literally with his anything. husband and his children. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and skip ahead to that one since we're already talking about it. Starship Troopers writer. Uh, let me crack this open. This comes from bloodydisgusting.com. Um, Starship Troopers writer talks potential television series sequel to the 1997 film. How is this a thing? No it, idea. People love this universe. I mean, love this universe. There's been books and spinoffs, direct-to-DVD what? movies. There's so much Starship Troopers out there. It's ridiculous. 
It's because it's sci-fi. And for every universe, there is a fandom that believes it to be the greatest thing that has ever existed. If only for, that for were true all for other space. I wish. Right? That show was great. <laughs> but nobody cared. Because it was on I Yahoo mean, screen. Love, <laughs> nobody knew it was there. Nobody knew. I love the Starship Troopers movie, but I love it specifically because it is so bad. <laughs> and I, I felt like that's what they were going for. Like, they were trying to make a spectacularly bad, campy nightmare. And it was. It wasn't that fun. Well, but, but the mistake <laughs> they made was casting perhaps the greatest actress of our generation, Denise Richards. She's a nuclear physicist. <laughs> she, notably for the second time in her career, as she also played one in a James Bond movie. That Dr. Specific, Christmas yeah, Jones. That was specifically what I was uh, talk, speaking to, was her wonderful mm. nu- nuclear physicist. I'm a oh, nuclear physicist. Man. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe you at all. <laughs> well, see, Chris, if you knew anything about nuclear physicists, you would know that that's actually how it's pronounced, and we have all been saying it wrong this whole time. I'm sure how she pronounced dare. it right in the movie. I just heard it wrong because it was coming out of her mouth, and I was like, this is so stupid. Like This I is just, by James Bond standards. This is but crossing But it doesn't matter what was coming out of her mouth because boobs. It's true. Yeah, 100%. Yes, Have yes, you seen how- Wild Things? That movie is amazing. I thought okay, Christmas comes only much... once a year. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know how much of Starship Troopers is spent with her on a video screen being shot from the neck up? No, I've actually. I, I will. I, I will remember. be honest, and I've never seen Starship Troopers. <gasps> what? <laughs> how dare <laughs> you? Almost her whole role is her like video chatting with her boyfriend, <laughs> and it's. Like, what is the point of having her here if I can't see her? Or her boobs. It was very weird. It was very weird. This whole movie was very weird. And I dig Ridiculous Camp. I mean, obviously, I like the Street Fighter movie. But uh, I feel like Street Fighter did it better. Of course, Street Fighter had Raul Julia in it. So so that had that going for it. Also, I don't feel like Street Fighter did it on purpose. <laughs> I've been I've been wondering that for decades. Like, did they? <laughs> you you got to look at some of those scenes and think, there's no way they're taking, there's no way this is real. Like, somebody had to have looked at this and said, no, no, this isn't right. At, at, the, very, <laughs> at the very least, Van Damme didn't know. Like, <laughs> <a joke. laughs> no, no, he was, he was, he was 100% dedicated. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was that, in that. For that real. movie's serious as a heart attack. Oh my mm-hmm. God. I just listened to the uh, how to get how did this get made for that last night. It was funny. Still. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Starship Troopers getting the uh, getting the old cast back together to do a Starship Troopers TV show. Um, I don't know. Good for that. Good for that. Live the dream, guys. Go for it. <laughs> Live the dream. All right. Uh, on to some sadder news. This uh, this was expected, but a, a real bummer. Um, uh, BravoTV.com announced that uh, Bravo TV's uh, Top Chef alum, Fatima Ali, has passed away after a battle with cancer. Uh, Is that what it was? Yeah. I, I had no idea. Like, I just saw this popped up on my news feed, and I was like, I, 25, that that sucks. Yeah, you she know, was... I, I, and I don't know who she is. Karen and I uh, used to watch a lot of Top right. Chef. Um, we just don't anymore, probably mostly because of time. I, I, Top Chef's great. 
but uh, she was she was awesome. She was a hell of a chef. She was like a really killer contestant. And then I think like the show went on a, a brief hiatus, and we didn't come back. And that's when the news came out that she was uh, diagnosed with cancer, and you know she was popping up all over the place with all of her hair gone. And wasn't there like a thing where she was? Like she was, it wasn't, wasn't, she wasn't supposed to last very long. It was like, you're, you're out in like a month. And then she stuck around for like a year or something, I think. I don't know if she outlived our prognosis, but I know she was like making it her mission to try and like eat all the best food that she could Mm -hmm. in the time she had left. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. She was, she was pretty badass. Um, and it's a, it's a bummer. Like I said, it's, was hardly a surprise. Um, it was pretty, pretty serious condition that she had, but, uh, a bummer, but there you go. On to uh, happier pastures. Uh, let's talk about uh, this. This actually kind of surprised me. I thought this was a completely toast, dead in the water, and so I didn't bother watching season one, even though I wanted to. But according to EconoTimes.com, uh, Lost in Space season two possible air date, plot, characters, filming to end this month, September touted as a release schedule. Did either of you guys watch this Netflix Lost in Space? Did not at all. No. Um, which is strange because I love the original Lost in Space TV show and I'm the one person in the world that loved the Lost in Space movie. <laughs> I mean, I loved it at the time, but I will I never it so watch it again because, yeah, no. <laughs> I love it so much. Just thinking it about so it, like, mm-mm. Gary Oldman as a giant spider, I, can't, I loved it so much. There's definitely a lot of stupid to love in that movie, but I remembered seeing a trailer for this show and thinking, this looks pretty darn cool, Uh, but then I remembered reading some other things about how, uh, you know, a handful of people really liked it, but not a lot of people were watching it, Uh, so I I feel like I remembered hearing that it was pretty much, you know, it's not coming back for a second season, so I figured I'd spare myself the pain and uh, not watch something that I I enjoy, but... Yeah, I was definitely waiting for Buzz before I turned it on because I didn't want to be disappointed. There were a couple of things that I was interested in, like, um, oh, I'm going to show that I'm a bad nerd and forget all their names, but they gender swapped the doctors. So uh, Dr. Smith, yeah, now. Parker Posey. Parker Posey, Posey? Yeah. 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 And like, I, yeah. I think she's pretty great, um, so I really wanted to see that. I do, too. So, um, And that was Gary Oldman's character, and mm-hmm. if anybody could step into Gary Oldman's shoes, it's Parker Posey. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, so like I've was, always said that about her. She would make a great Commissioner Gordon. She would she, be a you know fabulous what? Dracula. Na- she would be so good me, in for real. Fuck, name true me a lies. Gary Oldman role that Parker Posey could not have slayed in. Yo, I dare for you. For real, it's, I can't. If you could get Parker Posey <laughs> in for True right, Lies, sitting there Sirius going, Black. "Is it White Boy Day?" I don't think it's White Boy Day. <laughs> that is the best idea I've ever heard. I love everything about that. <laughs> God, you know what? This is this is personally killing Evan because he hates her for some reason. Well, because he's <gasps> a communist, so or like in a, isn't it? It's Gary Oldman in Boondock Saints when he's out in the in the alleyway. Maybe that's it. Does he it just say Gary Oldman fight. and it's bleeding over? <laughs> I don't know that he's ever made the Gary Oldman Parker Posey connection before. But well, they are literally the same. Essentially, person. they're the same person. <laughs> so I don't know how he couldn't have. That must be it. God, have the two of them ever been in anything together? No, because they're the same person. It's like the Olsen twin. Well, yeah, but they have <laughs> camera tricks they can do. <laughs> but then their secret would be revealed. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, could Gary Oldman be in Parker Posey roles? Like, could he have been in Josie Man and of the Steel? Pussycats? Or Josie and the Pussycat. Well, I, actually, I believe uh, he really could He definitely be. could have done that. He she could was be just in the anything. female Emperor Zorg. 
<laughs> Parker Posey was so good as Sirius Black. Oh, boy. She could have done it. Anyway, Lost in Space, good for them. <laughs> I will continue to await Buzz to see if I want to watch it or not. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to probably throw this on my... Uh, I, I have a handful of things to get through. I, st- I still need to watch the last season of um, uh, Series of Unfortunate Events. Uh, but this might go back on my list of things to get to before I die now that there's a season two. <laughs> so, uh, I'll, th- I'll throw that right in. I'll throw that right into the pile, but Hey, good for lost in space for getting a season two, uh, big old thumbs up there. Yeah. yeah I mean, Netflix really gives everything a season two, except for that. And this kind of, I guess kind of shows it. What was that high school show that was good that we watched hun? Oh, um, Oh, I liked it so much. What the? F- uh, what was it called? Yeah, see, that's the thing. It didn't get a second season because <laughs> nobody can remember. Or what they maybe it did, and nobody like can the find weird it. Kids and like there was like a a tape. Was the damn it? Yeah, I <laughs> give like me a sec. I'll Google. Good. I know what you're talking about. I just don't know what the hell it's called. Yeah. Life is. Life no, is... that's a that's a video game. Life is... No. Life is a house. Life is a highway. I'm going to drive it all night long. long. (laughs) You're going my way. (laughs) Through all these cities and all these towns. (laughs) It's in my blood and it's all around. I just want to see how far this goes. Loved you now like I loved you then. That's all I got. I'm done. (laughs) I'm disappointed. I don't even know if that was the words, but. It is now. (laughs) Does it really matter? What was the guy's name? Todd Rundgren or some shit like that? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Are, Something Cochran, maybe? Tom Cochran. Tom yes, Cochran. it's Tom Cochran. Yeah. Maybe Tom Cochran is one of the listeners of this show, and he's going to be like, oh, they're singing my song. Oh, they got the fucking words wrong. <laughs> um, Son of um, a bitch. I used to like those guys, too. Unsubscribe. This episode gets a thumbs down. Don't no, have them on sh- as guests. Sh- I'm sorry. The show is Everything Sucks. Everything sucks. Yes, it was a good show. It was oh. so good. Yeah, I so remember. it's right it there in the so title, good. though. I mean, mm-hmm. I, uh, we actually brought that up on this so show good. because I remember when the trailer came out for it, and I was like, "How do they have this like show set in the '90s?" They even used a ska song in the commercial, and it wasn't "Everything Sucks" by Real Big Fish. Yeah, that was a weird choice. How dare Maybe they. that's why they got canceled. That they were it. just like, "Look, if you're maybe not- that's because Real Big Fish didn't want to sell out." <sighs> With me tonight. Sell out? Me? Oh, yeah? See what I just did there? I pulled that back from the 90s. It's great. Well, perhaps the record company is going to give you lots of money and everything will be all right. Mm-hmm. We can hope so. <laughs> oh, to Anyway, is this how the news shoes. segment usually goes on this show, Chris? Exactly. I don't know. Because like this that. is how like SAG Evan usually goes. with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly how SAG goes. Dan and I just go off on all these tangents. Uh, Wait, hold on. We do have to make this a little bit more uh, Evan, so are, hold on. We are two stories away from the one I want to talk about. Hold on, hold on. Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight. There we go. I feel good. All right, it's like Evan's break. Moon Knight sucks. <sighs> I'm not editing that out. He's going to show up on your doorstep. <laughs> no, he's not. He's moving states away. I'm not scared of him. And if he does show up, he's going to be wearing all white. I'll fucking see him coming. <laughs> not a bad if he idea. comes in the daytime. <laughs> 
he's gonna come in a blizzard and that's gonna suck for all of us yeah also i think your house is on his way I, on his way to his new house so you know oh, just think about that fair. as long as he brings me some beer from north carolina they make good stuff anyway all right let's uh let's move on to some other things i know karen has a lot of words to say about this so let's oh uh let's give the let's give the double dose of this uh first off uh, you know, let's just say uh, we we got some stories here from Hollywood Reporter and Variety.com. And I'm just going to read the headlines and I'm going to let Karen go. OK, Oh boy. So the first headline is how rent handled its star's broken foot. And the second headline is TV ratings. Rent on Fox puts up lowest ratings ever for live musical and go. OK, Jesus, what the fuck is my first thing to say? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of these TV musicals. I think they usually fuck it up. I don't think that musicals, that like they are their own medium. We don't need to transpose them to another medium, even though. Yeah, why are we doing this? Because it tends to make people watch live TV, which I get, but. It, Ugh, oh, live. You said the word live. I'll let you get to it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I don't know. It just, this was not live. Because the dude broke his foot, and so they couldn't have him do it live, so they used footage from the dress rehearsal, which pissed me off, because, like, you're when you're doing dress rehearsal, like, you're doing it, but you're not doing it like you would do it live. So, that wasn't sure. fair to the audience. And also, how is this production less prepared than, like, any high school musical ever? <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't an understudy exactly <laughs> earlier today i was you know i posted this story or, or we were talking a little bit about this and um i because i was asking her how, how rent was because she was up late watching it last night and i remember i sat down right at the very beginning of it uh because i went downstairs and played video games because i wasn't interested in watching it but sat down at the right at the very beginning of it and at the bottom of the screen they're like rent live coming now live it's live let's watch rent live on fox 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 and then like <laughs> on the bottom Did of the they screen had bill o'reilly going we'll do it so live. was that was that fake news then <gasps> oh wow yeah bottom of the screen previously recorded and i just assumed all right maybe they just did this scene previously like maybe there's something about this scene that they needed to previously record i don't know this is weird. Why is this previously recorded? And then I left. And then I found out the whole darn thing was previously recorded, which, what the hell? Like, what the hell? And then my next thought was, okay, so they didn't do it because that guy's foot was broken. Did they have no understudy? I did high school drama. We always had an understudy. Like, how? But see, the problem is, is that, like, he's, like, the main dude and he was, like, the main star, I guess, that they prompted. Like, it sort of would have been, like, if Jesus Christ Superstar, if if John Legend had, I don't know, exploded the day before Jesus Christ Superstar, it's not like they could have been like, well, here's Jeff. He's going to do it instead. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing was that it was John Legend doing Jesus Christ Superstar. And this is I like don't know who this one of the reasons that they shouldn't be doing well, musicals sure, on TV. Sure. If you don't want to use... agree with that. I don't know who this kid is, but I gather that many people do and or I did not know who any of these people were. I felt so old. Yeah, that's because we're old. Yeah, you watch a Grammy sometime. It's humbling. No, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) It is real humbling. So so they they were like, after the first commercial break, they broke in with the cast standing on the stage. And they're like, here's what happened. And we're sorry. And this is what we're doing. And then we reworked the final, the moments of the last act so we can perform it live for you tonight. And apparently they did like a concert type performance during the live window that was supposed to be broadcast for the audience that was there with like 
standing or sitting around. So that was weird. But then at the end, there's, I don't know, people have seen, right? This is not a spoiler. At the end, they bring Mimi up to Mark and Roger's apartment, and they're like, oh, we found her. She was dying, and she's in the park, and, and you've been looking for her for months, and here she is. And they've got Roger sitting on a table with his foot up on a chair in a cast, and they, you know, it's a big surprise that they found her, and they bring her in, and they're like, hey, look, here she is, and he just sits there. And they're like, hey, but we're struggling to bring her in the into the apartment because we have to carry her. And he just sits there. And I was like, this guy is, looks like a real asshole. <laughs> like, well, but he's injured. Here's this woman that... that you love who is dying, and we can't get her in here to have her final moment with you. And you're just not going to get up and help at all? Is is that not a thing? So I've never seen Rent. Um, <gasps> How dare you? I'm over it. Okay, fair enough. Um... Isn't that kind of like, aren't they all kind of dicks or is that not? Well, he's the biggest dick. Like, okay. For real. They're all, they're all dicks because they're children. And now that we're not children anymore, we're like, wow, you guys are dicks. Is, is that what it is? It's just like a kind of like, I, I, I really don't know anything about this story. Like you just said, it's not spoilers. And I have no idea if it was or not, because I, you said (laughs) Mimi and Roger and I went, yeah, I mean, sure. Probably. I have no idea. Take my word for it. I do know. I do know my rent. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> okay. So, but am I missing anything? Like, is it something that I need to see? I mean, because I probably um, won't. Not because I'm anti-musical. I don't think, yeah, or I don't anything. think it's for just, you. So, don't worry about it. I mean, I love a chorus line. It's one of my very favorite <laughs> things. I've seen it off Broadway. Um, like I saw it in Philly. You can't. Dope. You can't really watch it for the first time now because it's impossible to get past. Like, hey, you could, you guys just suck at being people. Just maybe stop sucking at being people, and then we don't have to sing about it. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those things that <laughs> it hits you at the right time in your life, and if it doesn't hit you at that time, then you don't get it. And so I think you're past it, that time. Would Would you Would you liken it to like if you tried to show an adult the movie Kids now? Like, if you didn't see that movie when you were 14, 15, 16 years old, which you probably shouldn't see that movie when you're 14 or 15. But you know what I mean? Like, is it that kind of thing? No, or? no. Is it it's, like, it's watching like watching the Lost Boys now? now? <laughs> no, it's, it's, like watching, it's like watching Friends now. It's like watching Friends and there's times that they sit around and are whiny little bitches because we're like adults now and that stuff isn't cool and fun anymore to be shitty. Yeah, but Pivot is Sure. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Anyway, the whole thing was a clusterfuck, and I'm amazed that it took this long for that to happen. Maybe this means they'll stop doing it now. Nah, yeah, well, maybe. Maybe and Fox I'm, will. I'm like, I'm glad that I watched it because I really do love Rent, and it was an experience like watching it live and being on Twitter with people. But also, I'm mad because I didn't want to watch it, and... Then I got talked into watching it, and then they (laughs) fucked it all up. Have you watched the other ones that they've done, like Rocky Horror and Jesus Christ Superstar? No, not really, because then none of the other shows that they've chosen have been ones that I'm like, oh, I love that one. Okay. Me neither. I don't know where I was going with that. I was just curious. Well, I'm happy I could satisfy your curiosity. (laughs) (laughs) That's now a thing I know about you. Good to know. <laughs> Moving on with great segues from Variety.com. Cal Penn single camera comedy scores pilot order at NBC. 
Where? This is the one I'm excited to talk about. That dude's really funny. Yeah, he is. Let me explain why. I do not care for Cal Penn in the show. Guess what? It's Mike Shore. So I'm going to watch it because oh. so far he's really good at making me like people I don't like. Well, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what don't you like about Cal Penn? I don't know. I couldn't really tell you what I didn't like about Maya Rudolph either. I just I just don't. I want to. I keep... SNL's I keep, not funny. Well, sure. I keep trying to, and I keep <laughs> feeling like I'm gonna, but I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I can't say I'm like a huge, uh, like, yay, Cal Penn. I'm mean, gonna go out and be like, yeah, Cal Penn. I'm all for Cal Penn. Yeah, like I pile on more of that guy. But uh, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't care for Harold more Kumar. I never liked House. I just I. It's wow, because he worked he in the Obama administration, isn't it? No, I love that about That's him. Why. That's why I want to like him. That's why I keep trying. Like I want, I want to support one of my liberal heroes, but I just, I just don't like. I just don't like him. <laughs> I support all of his ideology. I support all of his causes. I'm a big fan of him as an activist. I just don't necessarily need to watch him act in things. <laughs> but now that he's with Mike well, Schur, yeah, like said, I'm I'm back in. And it's funny because Dan yeah, and I were this will be the thing. Dan and I were just saying that like if if Mike Schur came out tomorrow and was like I've ma I'm making a Molly Shannon and Anna Gasteyer show, I'd be like, well, I'm gonna try because he's managed it with everybody else. <laughs> So here we go. Yeah, we'll Molly Shannon. That's another one I just never yeah, got. Yeah, me neither. It's because she's not funny. There's nothing to get. That movie was really fucking go. popular, though. What that... movie? Superstar? Yeah. yeah, I didn't see that. Oh. I, I, I no. remember looking at it and thinking, well, that looks terrible. Yeah. I don't want to see that. But I also yeah, no. <clears throat> have notoriously never really liked Saturday Night Live, so... A lot of that kind of... A lot of the people that come from Saturday Night Live kind of put me off... <clears throat> to begin with so. a, a lot of the people Whatever. that come from that time at saturday night live really like i don't i don't like Will yeah Ferrell. very specifically that era i don't like um you know i can't i came around on jimmy fallon now that he's kind of grown up a little bit but yeah I, most of them not for me yeah right there with you on that particular boat never liked will ferrell although i think elf is a great movie uh and I think there was something else I saw Will Ferrell in that I liked him. But that was the thing, you know. I never liked him, but then, you know, somebody put pointed him in the right direction. Right. And I thought, okay, it's, it's maybe it's not that I don't like him. It's that I don't like his I shtick. don't like the choices he Jimmy makes. Fallon, <laughs> yeah. Fallon always bugged me because I'd see him on Saturday Night Live and he was always laughing always, at his own jokes. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. Sketches, but that kind of works for a late night host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's a big piece. He's a big supporter of Nintendo, so that that puts him on my right side half the time. So say, good for well, him. Well, and he has the roots as yeah, his house band, that's... which is just an excellent choice. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, this uh, I didn't actually watch this, but I did listen to it because Karen watched it, and we're in the same room. Uh, Marvel's <laughs> Agents of Shield official season six teaser. Coulson is dead again. Dun dun. Where is he? Yeah, again. Well, that was kind of the whole point of this show. It's like he was he came back from, you know, after Avengers and then he ran Shield and So did they 
Okay, so they killed him in the movie so that he could do the TV show. Did they just kill him in the TV show so that he could go do Captain Marvel? <laughs> oh, no. Well, Captain Marvel takes place in well, the Well, I past. know, but the actor they... is in it. That's what I'm saying. They killed they killed him in oh. the movie so that the actor could go do the show. And now they've killed him in the show so that the actor could go do the movie? I'm not sure that those are related in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I'm pretty I've sure they killed questions. him in the movie because Joss Whedon hates you. <laughs> Joss Whedon hates everybody. Oh, you like this character? He's dead now. That's 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 Joss Whedon. He just kind of just kind of happens uh, like a leaf on the wind. Oh, See, we only ouch. watched the first. Still, we hurts. only watched the first season of Agents of Shield. I thought you were gonna um, say Firefly. <laughs> yeah, that's technically really so is everyone. <laughs> I can't wait to see where those characters go, though. <laughs> I mean, there's no way they ended that show. Then it I've had got the best opening song ever. <laughs> um, but, like, we only watched the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, for no other reason other than, like, there was just too much else to do, and it wasn't so great. And, like, I've heard that it gets a lot better. Uh, every but... season gets better, which is wild. Except I, mean, I just know, found out one a was... spoiler that happened, and I'm so upset about it that I don't ever want to even try again. What? What? I'm curious. What was Simmons, it? Simmons. Or Fitz. Whichever one it was. <laughs> the fact that Fitz and... What? Are they Hydra? I don't want to just say it, because I think it happened this season. And... Well, we're caught up on the show. Oh, but so... your 20 listeners might not be... <laughs> Well, spoilers. <laughs> we start the entire podcast with a spoiler. Okay, blanket okay, spoiler okay. I, either Fitz what or Simmons, whichever one was the boy. Didn't he just die? Um, kind of, but not really. Yeah, I saw. Did that... he? Did he go to Tahiti as well? Okay, at the fact that you... I can't remember where they. There ended. was like an alternate timeline. I don't know. God, this show yeah. is good, but it's this been show, gone it... so long that I don't fucking remember anything. It's also very comic book. I mean, they did they did horrible things to him. I mean, geez, when he uh, went basically brain dead when they almost killed him. See, and then I for can't, like half a season, like, the very best part of that show for me was the interplay between the two of them. They were so adorable. And I feel like as soon as they and figured out that people liked that, they were like, oh, good. We're just going to poke this with a stick over and over and over again. Yeah, but it always pays off. Mm. They always manage to make those two characters pay off from all the from the torture. It's, been, it's pretty wonderful. Yeah, but I don't want to see people I like getting tortured. That makes me sad. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Now this show continually continuously got better as it went, uh, which I think is a very admirable thing for a TV show to do. It also got you know more comic booky, which is nice. Um, season one obviously started with like ultra camp, ultra like you know these are the you know cardboard cutout characters, and then you had the whole uh, you know Captain America shift where people turned out to be Hydra, and that really shook up the show, and you know they're big dumb cardboard cutout guy turned out to be one of the series longest running villains uh it was all super interesting uh you know they did ghost rider really well like this this show went all over the freaking map you know um, what also kind of really did it for me that got us to stop watching is um we had kind of come up with a theory about sky relatively early we stopped watching um in order, we stopped watching when we were supposed to so that we could go see Captain America and not ruin it. And then we just kind of mm -hmm. never started back up again. Um, I think we maybe watched a couple after that, but but that's really where we're on where we stopped. But 
but we had come up with a theory for who Sky was going to turn out to be. And I thought that this was before there were rumors or announcements or anything. And I thought she was going to end up being Captain Marvel because when she finds the blue dude and and it was like mm-hmm. her blood, his blood is in her or whatever. I thought she was going to end up being Captain Marvel. So then we kind of stopped watching for a little bit. And then when I found out that she was Quake, I was like, well, that is so much more disappointing than what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> and it really just kind of bummed me out and I didn't want to watch it anymore. Uh, clearly, they had bigger plans for Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, sure, but, but at you know, the time... It did turn out that that was a Kree. Right. And they actually, they went full-on Kree in this show. Like, they were on a Kree spaceship for a while. Oh, okay. Like, that was pretty yeah, wild. Yeah, no, no, and I'm, was... I'm happy that Captain Marvel is what it is now. But at the time, none, nobody had any idea they were doing a Captain Marvel movie. And I was so excited to watch her yeah. become Captain Marvel that I was kind of bummed out. Yeah, that would have been neat. That uh, was definitely something the show and Marvel in general really beat us over the head with was in humans for a while there and i'm glad they kind of they kind of shifted shifted on past that that was uh well they got the x-men back so they don't have to exactly they don't have to make a new x-men because they have the x-men now (laughs) that was one of our earliest episode titles was they're shoving in humans down my throat yeah yeah and boy they were we didn't watch that show either yeah we never watched that one the trailer I've, i've thought about it just from morbid curiosity like i just want to see how bad it is but it like I just I can't imagine Ramsey Bolton being bad at anything. And the giant I'm CGI sure he's dog great. and and the hair yeah, looks, was not good and I was just Oh boy. Even oh, the costume looks, design like those so aren't just terrible. They're not innately cool looking characters. So bringing them into live action was a real challenge. And then, you know, all the sets were very like that show Once Upon a Time where it was just like That's exactly here, what it felt like. It felt like Marvel's version yeah. of Once Upon a Time. Like we're not standing in front of a green screen, I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. That's exactly <laughs> that what castle's not there. You can't convince me that it is. Oh, once upon a time, boy, we watched way more of that show. Yeah, than we so have. did I. <laughs> apparently, they, and, they apparently they took the kid off the show like the season after we gave up, and the kid was my biggest problem with that. Yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, I didn't he like was the kid. Awful. Yeah, it's apparently gone. Oh, God, he was like banana sandwich over there. Like, big time. They've rebooted, like, three <laughs> times, I think, since I've started watching. <coughs> they had, like, a spinoff with Saeed from Lost on it. and like Yeah, which, like, that's not really? who I want my spinoff to be. I want Captain Hook all the time is what I want my spinoff to be. Yes, he yeah, make the Captain Hook show. snackable. <laughs> it was quite dreamy. He really is. The dreamiest, or, the dreamiest Captain Hook this side of Jason Or, like, I, the hands down, and it's not their fault because he obviously <laughs> got a better job, but hands down, the best character they did on that show was the Hatter. Sebastian Stan killed it on that. And then it was like, bye. Holy crap, that was Sebastian yeah. Stan. <laughs> I barely even remember that, but now that you say it, that was the freaking Winter yes, Soldier. It was, which yeah. is why he's oh. not going to be Winter Soldier anymore. now. But he was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. that was weird yeah anyway <laughs> so, well we've got one story left before we call it a night uh and it's kind of a sad one and i'm sorry to evan because either he likes this show or he really wants to watch it because it's you know it's dr cox from scrubs as like basically ash from evil dead stan against evil has been canceled at ifc this story comes to us from tvline.com uh, I didn't really read past the headline because I kind of feel like that says it all. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, 
There's really not much else to say. I've never seen even 30 seconds of I have of that never show. even heard of it, and it's been on for three years. Cool. Yeah, I remember seeing... Uh, to be fair, it was on IFC. That's, that's true. Wow. It's uh, no Yahoo I screen, but it's still pretty... I weirdly watch a lot uh... of IFC, and I don't <laughs> really know why. I, I, I'm not a big channel surfer at all, but occasionally I'll be like, oh, look, this random movie is on. I'll sit here and watch it for a minute, and it's always on IFC. Do we we have apparently? <laughs> it's never something I do on no purpose. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of was half interested in watching this show, but it also kind of came out at the same time as the Evil Dead show was coming out, and they were very similar premises, you know. Yeah. And this Stan character seemed very similar to Ash, so I was like, "Well, if I'm going to watch one Bruce of these, Campbell, so <laughs> yeah." And like I love Dr. Cox, but uh, at the same time, you know John C. McGinley is not Bruce Campbell, so mm-hmm. I went in that direction. Also, I don't know if I even had IFC at the time, <laughs> but uh, I I I was kind of surprised also, to recently find out that Dana this show. On it and, ew. Sorry, continue. <laughs> who is? Why do I know that oh, name? Oh, you would know who him. Is, if, who is you, Dana you would know him if you saw him. Um, Kind of a more frog face. Wasn't he a Simpsons writer, like, way he's, back in the day? He's a more frog I... face, less funny Al Franken. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a picture okay, of take him. Okay, take was... a look at him and tell that's... me I'm wrong. No, yeah, that's, I was just going to say, that's like a very perfect description of this guy. <laughs> See, it's I just, frightening. I, kn- uh, I know people. Well, anyway, that's a that's a shame, but good on that show for making it for three seasons. Three seasons is not a, not a terrible run for a TV show. And uh, I think that's uh, I think that's where we're landing. Uh, thank you guys uh, for joining us. Thanks for having us. You're so welcome. And of course, and thanks for bringing us Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's a it's a show that I I feel is was destined to show up on this show at soon uh, at some point, and uh, I'm glad I glad I gave it a proper it is shot. So surprisingly delightful. So if anyone hasn't watched it they should because it's not at all what you think it's going to be good times all right well uh that's going to wrap it up for us join us next week or don't uh in fact don't join us at all next week because i'm pretty sure we're taking the week off evan is uh he needs an extra week and honestly i'm just sick of hosting this damn show it's all right tiff and i will host it next week awesome yep can we talk about the West? next week for uh tiff's week episode and uh <laughs> Tiff's week episode. Yes. Can we talk about West Wing? <laughs> Sold. Ooh, I'm gonna make you watch Star Trek. <laughs> we did Star Trek ne- uh we did Deep Space Nine last week with our guest. Oh I'm not and, uh, I don't like Deep Space Nine. Uh why? Um, Deep Space Nine is great. No, I'm a next generation or bust. Oh, next generation is also great. Mm-hmm. The only one I don't like is Voyager. But uh Anywho's, yeah. And we're <laughs> I don't like any of them. Anyway, so we're taking a week off, and then presumably after next week, Evan will be back in all of our lives. So uh, that's it. You can get in touch with us at malikgeekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can the people find you? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan is not here. So, Evan, where can people find you? I'm Evan, and I'm at Geekade underscore Evan. Uh, <laughs> Dan, you're on Twitter, right? Where can, where can people find 
people find you? At at Geekade Dan. And uh, Tiff, you're not on Twitter, no, right? No, no one can find me. I don't. I don't want you to find me. Please don't find me. Okay. Go go search for Tiff and good luck. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to say something to her though, if you want to be like, "Hey, you're fucking dope," um, you can just send me a message and I'll tell her. Yeah, just just message Dan and he'll consider telling her. I will. I'll be the go-between. Cool. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. Or if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Once again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. That is all I have uh, for the evening. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for tuning in and putting up with me uh, doing a half-ass ho- hosting job while uh, Evan's whole ass is away. And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. That is all I got. Uh, Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.